0: Top of the morning, and welcome to Two Bald Men and Friend, the show where we talk about issues and ideas using pop culture as the springboard. I'm your host, Joe, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Alex. Hello. And Dan. Boyle. Today we're going to be talking about the idea of privilege and how it's represented in the film, Luck of the Irish. So spoiler alert, if you haven't seen Luck of the Irish already, sit back, relax, or if you're driving, sit upright and continue to drive vigilantly.
1: Joe, what happened to your accent?
0: I lost it because someone stole my family's gold.
1: Oh, it was yeah. the lucky Charm. In the movie, they gained back their Irish uh, You're right. Accent. So I <laughs> guess I got the coin no, back. No, no, no. The accent back. was inside of them
2: all along.
1: <laughs> right, and hidden away because Irishmen should be... You know, mm. you should
0: be ashamed of your <laughs> absolute ancestry. If you're I Irish, can,
1: two bald men <laughs> and friends stance is one hundred percent shame. Conceal, don't feel. Conceal, don't feel. Shame us
2: was the
0: name of the antagonist. So we're talking about Luck of the Irish, um, a film that came out in two thousand one. I thought it was much older than that. I thought it came out mid nineties, but apparently it came out um, seventeen years
2: ago.
1: Did you do that in That's, your head? Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: I don't wow. want to brag, but uh, I'm pretty good at math. I don't think an Irishman
2: could have done that math. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> the standard roof <laughs> <said>. have
1: <laughs> Um But, yeah, I will definitely start by saying it holds up in my mind. My memory of Luck of the Irish was I had fun watching it. And I guess I was probably in, like, fourth or fifth grade. Like, it came out when I was in third grade, but they play it every year around this time. So I think I saw it a couple of years later. And even then, this idea stuck out to me of he didn't have to try. And suddenly when he had to try, he recognized how everyone else had it. And I was (laughs) like, wow, I connect with that.
0: (laughs) I, watching it now, thought, oh, I guess I could see why I enjoyed this as a kid, but I wasn't like, oh, this definitely holds up. Maybe I'm biased. Who knows?
2: Well, all I could remember about this film as a kid is when he finds $10 on the ground. I'm like, who just finds $10 on <laughs> the ground? And then I've, since then, I think I've, I found a 50 in a grocery store once. <laughs> and then What? <laughs> in The View, in the dining area. I also found another 50. So I guess it happens. but You found a
0: $50, a $50 bill, bill in a college dining hall. Yes. Wow. That's more money than I thought had ever walked into that. Someone money. went
2: without food for a week. Yeah, amazing. But I would say watching it again, I am surprised how forward Disney Disney was for the time. I, I guess those are some good lessons they're putting on as I was a kid that clearly stuck with me.
1: Yeah, I definitely felt like even though they were all white characters, like they were speaking to me. (laughs) Um, And then me as a child, I probably wasn't hoping this, but now as an adult, I was like, I hope all you white people learn this lesson. (laughs) The lesson of if you lose your luck, you can't make as many shots in a basketball game, but Bonnie will.
0: Well, that's the problem. The lesson is losing your luck is the worst possible thing that could happen to you. So you need to rally everyone around you, even if they've never had the same luck that you had, to get your luck back.
2: In the sense of, if you're relying on something intangible, and all of a sudden that, that invisible wall is is taken away from you and you're, you're grasping at straws, then that <laughs> that is tr- truly a scary feeling.
1: Yeah, one thing that stuck out to me this time around was not blaming Kyle for his luck. <laughs> um, this time around, I'm like, okay, Kyle, like, I understand that you've never lived without luck. So I get why all of this is so confusing to you. Whereas when I t- watched it as a child, I'm like, get it together, Kyle. This is how everyone <laughs> else lives. Like, you should know this. But there are people who don't and I can't blame them for that. That doesn't mean I won't try to show them though. Like,
0: Yeah, it doesn't excuse like, oh no, you need to understand the other side of life without luck, but just try to bring them to the side of like, no, like, I get why you don't understand, but like, try to.
1: Yeah, and I think it comes down to all these like political arguments on social media. It always comes down to yelling and attacking the person Mm -hmm. and calling them dumb and ignorant and then... Nothing gets accomplished. <laughs> Surprise. What a
0: hot take. You say it's impossible to move a motion forward on the internet? If you use yeah. certain
1: language. Yes, internet. absolutely.
0: Yes, I agree. It really often comes down to, oh, you're a bad person and you have no idea what X is like and you never will. You're, you're right. Tell me what X is like. Hopefully people will you know say that, obviously most of the time they don't, but saying you don't understand X and you never will, and then not providing them with information about X is not going to help anybody.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Or in the case of Kyle, it was his heritage, his uh, the Irish immigrants that he had no context for, just coming, they brought that up maybe what, maybe two or three times in the movie, just essentially how the... Uh, Irish got all the, the crappy jobs and such and
1: Irish need not apply. Yeah, there and there was a lot of discrimination that came along with any wave of immigrants. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that Irish do- haven't suffered. I mean, there's... They've suffered plenty. Irish potato famine is the only thing that comes yeah. to my head. But I've, I definitely heard that argument. And I'm sure there's value to it. And I'm not dismissing that. It's just... That time is coming, and gone. <laughs> yeah, I've definitely heard that argument.
0: And unfortunately, it's not in, hey, Irish and other white people, remember when our uh, ancestors were immigrants and were treated poorly? We should not treat immigrants poorly. It's, hey, immigrants who are complaining now, don't say, I don't understand. My ancestors were also treated poorly. Fair, valid.
1: But now you're fine, and and that's their argument is like now you're fine too, and that's not. I wouldn't agree with that next step exactly. (laughs) Gotcha. But we might be stemming too far. I still want to finish reviewing *Luck of the Irish*. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um,
0: In case you haven't seen it, um, we might sound very crazy. So, uh, brief spark notes of the movie. So Kyle is uh, this basketball player, and he's incredibly good and he's just naturally good he doesn't have to practice and he can touch the rim he can touch the the rim deal yeah that is not an easy task and so he has a lucky gold necklace that gets stolen he eventually finds out that it's a magic piece of leprechaun gold that he had to keep as part of a ritual so the rest of his leprechaun family could live as normal people but now that it's been taken uh, he has no luck, so his natural skill at basketball and just being lucky in general is gone. His mother has reverted into a leprechaun. He's starting to turn into a leprechaun, and so he has to retrieve it in order to save he and his family.
2: Right. I like the movie's logic for why it has to be Kyle to be the one to wear the uh, the family heirloom. And I think, I believe it's uh, his grandfather that answers. It's like, just kids have all the luck. In the sense yeah. of you as children, like we give you all the opportunities, and essentially, like it's up to you to make like take advantage of the opportunities given to you and such. Mm-hmm. Is
1: what I took away from that. Absolutely, and like we in the next generation, our only goal is to give you more opportunity than we have or that we had, and then and we want that to keep happening over and over. So you're gonna keep passing this on.
0: Yeah, and going back briefly to the um, Irish immigrant thing that we brought up that is really particularly the case with immigrant families. It's we struggled so much more than if we were just in our native country. And so we are going to pass on everything we have so that you don't have to deal with the struggle that we did.
1: Mm -hmm. Something that amused me was that Kyle's like best friend was Russell, black, and his love interest, Bonnie... Was some sort of mix of indigenous and Latin American. And both of them sort of kept looking at Kyle as, like, yeah, this is how the rest of the world lives. Like, (laughs) what? (laughs) I I found it very amusing. Like, it it reminds me of the phrase um, work twice as hard, get half as far. Mm -hmm. And it's something that is never taught or even considered to white children and it's hinted at constantly throughout the movie and I think it's I think it's fun.
0: Yeah, I think there's a point where Russell is basically like, you don't know how good you have it, man. And Kyle's like, I don't get what you're so upset about. I'm just lucky is all. It's like, yeah, anyone could be like, I mean, I just I, why,
2: you could do the same. It's like, no, I I, I can't, Kyle. It's just
0: <laughs> it just happens to be me. It's not
1: my it's fault. It's not yeah,
2: as if it was
1: Right. It's, and I can agree with that. Yeah, it's We're, true. By no means do I blame Kyle, but you can't dismiss my resentment towards him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm and again, not Kyle's fault at all, but there is an importance to acknowledging your privilege. And that doesn't mean feeling guilty about your privilege. White privilege and white guilt are two separate things. And one of them I believe in and one of them I don't. But there definitely are people who believe like you should feel guilty because that will make you take action. Whereas I I would say I'm more leaning the other way.
0: Yeah, I've definitely been put in situations where I've thought, oh, I should check my privilege, um, both as a white person and as a male person. But I don't think I'd say I feel guilty per se, but I I feel happy that I guess at least I realize, oh, I need to check my privilege and can learn from this situation.
1: Yeah, I'm sure, like, I have plenty of other forms of privilege, so I'm not dismissing that either. It's a learning opportunity, and, like, it makes me feel good to say, well, at least I'm not as racist as that guy. (laughs) Or I don't know if racism will be the best qualification, but that's how I feel. (laughs) That's why we need racists, so I don't
2: seem as racist in comparison.
1: Thanks, Trump. Speaking of
0: Trump, um, that does remind me this was during the campaign and during the i think it was maybe the first or second debate between he and hillary um i tried to get the exact number but if you google anything with trump's name in it it's just like the latest five things that happened so to go back and I'm find sure this data from I a year ago, i guarantee
2: you if you google it right now it's probably the uh the dating website the the pro-trump dating website oh yeah, there's probably. a scandal that the guy in the cover of it was like Um, I don't know, some sort of sexual misconduct with a child. Anyway, go on. (laughs) Yeah, so
0: the... um...
1: This better be relevant.
0: (laughs) Mine's relevant. Okay. (laughs) So he, during one of the debates, complained that he didn't get enough time to speak. But then someone did a breakdown between how much time he spoke and how much time Hillary spoke. And I couldn't get the exact number, but it came down to something like Trump spoke... 45 minutes, and Hillary spoke 40. No, you're so wrong. He, you're wrong.
1: <laughs> no, I remember that post. <laughs> yeah,
0: so he still did get to speak more than her, but then someone said, when you're used to privilege, equality seems unfair.
1: Yeah, equality feels like oppression yeah, when you're used yeah. to the conditions that you've been given your whole life. Um, which, again, I wouldn't blame Trump for the privilege that he grew up with, but I do blame him for not acknowledging that he has it. Uh, so we haven't touched
2: upon the villain, Seamus, of this film. It which looks was like, Lassiter from Psych. Of course. Mm-hmm. It looks like that was his fallback plan if things as a uh, traveling uh, Irish circus didn't work out. Stealing mm-hmm. the luck of Irish families. Mm-hmm. Which, it looked like he was doing a pretty good job of judging by the size of that
1: pot of gold. Yeah. he He successfully stole many people's luck. Which... Was he doing a favor to society? Because I wasn't. I wasn't that upset when Kyle didn't have his luck. Yeah. He, he was just. That's when he became a better person, and that's also group? when he just got on the same level as everyone else. Yeah, yeah, that's
0: the thing. Kyle's loss of luck. I mean, yes, he was turning into a leprechaun, and he would have to. His entire life would change. But immediately, when he said, "Oh no, I can't make this free throw." on the first try anymore, that was his horrible deal. That was like, oh no, this
2: is the downhill <laughs> yeah. trend. Me not this is the, the worst
0: thing that's ever happened to anybody. <laughs> he looks away like, before no. he even
2: makes the shot. It's like, you just gotta relax. And like, throws immediately looks away and then it misses. And
0: it's like, no, Kyle, you're just like everyone else now. Yeah.
2: Like, <laughs> now you have to work for yeah. your talent. If anything, I, I like the fact, it's like, I challenge you to sports. It's like, okay, we'll play the sports of our mutual ancestors is like what this isn't baseball or basketball. That's what do you expect? Yeah.
1: <laughs> sports have existed for quite some time and they're not just American. Yeah. What do you mean? So there's they're... even that
0: kind of privilege of you know uh I don't want to say ethnocentrism but football you
2: know, but this is soccer.
0: There we're not playing sports that I'm used to. This is ridiculous. It's like, no, other cultures have
1: different sports. But But Seamus did have an advantage at those sports. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Yes, Seamus is undoubtedly the bad guy. Don't get me wrong.
0: But what I'm getting at is maybe Kyle's not such a great guy either. Yeah.
1: One aspect of the movie that I liked was how excited Kyle was to learn about his heritage. So like his family kept his heritage a secret. Because his mom, a leprechaun, married a human. And so they were kind of disowned. So they sort of hid the fact that they were Irish. <gasps> Interracial marriage? Yeah. Whoa. I'm, <laughs> interspecies marriage, probably. Uh. Which brings us back to Shape of What? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, And so I thought it was nice to see, like, Kyle being excited about his heritage and sort of be able to identify with your past without it being necessarily your identity. Like, you didn't suddenly become more Irish and eat more Irish food and claim, like, I'm Irish, this, this, that. It was just sort of, I like to know where I came from. And I think that can help shape who I become without it being my sole Identity. identity. Yes.
2: Oh, man. Have we... I don't know about you, but I've met many a person that their, uh, their ancestry, they try a little too
1: much to lean on it for their, their personality and such. Mm -hmm. And so like at the end of the movie, he sings this land is your land, a very, I would say patriotic slash American song, but also hinting at, I don't know, like immigration. (laughs) Anyway, uh, (laughs) while he was Irish step dancing, which I thought was a nice thing. But it also reminded me of that Super Bowl commercial that came out a couple years ago where they sang America the Beautiful and each line was in a different language and it was oh, in a Coca-Cola yeah. commercial and people freaked out and were like, how dare they destroy the national anthem like that by putting other languages in there. And people were like, that's, that's not our national anthem and it's okay yeah. if it was. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, the, the whole point of America the Beautiful is America is made up of a bunch of different people and that makes us beautiful.
2: It's true. <laughs> <laughs> but no, branching off that, uh, it was cool to see Kyle embrace his heritage mm-hmm. and Nas like, ugh, this isn't anything like basketball at all. Like, he was generally, he saw the step dancing and it's like, oh, it looks like something that I, like I could like, try or do whatever i mean mm-hmm. he ends up break dancing for his uh side of the the sports competition and somehow the unknown irish um sports gods uh dropped down the flag that he won with his break dancing <laughs> versus the step dancing or <laughs> but uh i thought that was pretty cool
0: yeah i think the idea of a heritage day would be a great idea for any high school or elementary school or middle school um i can't remember my school doing something specifically heritage. We had a thing called like diversity week or something along those lines where we celebrated other cultures. The implication being you would bring to the table whatever yours was. But I think the whole write a paper on your heritage idea, find out about your roots, things like that. I think that's a great idea that should be implemented into every school.
1: I agree. I think... Again, heritage should be acknowledged. I think it can be researched. It doesn't have to become your identity. And in fact, I I would argue don't let it, (laughs) because identity doesn't really happen to you. You sort of develop it as you go. But definitely discovering where you came from would be a very beneficial way to, one, to be able to check your privilege moving forward. But to, I could say, use it as a motivator as well. Like seeing where you came from, seeing the progress that your people have made, and then making sure that you continue on that legacy. Now for white people, I don't know what that's like. You don't want to continue on your legacy of uh, oppressing people. So
0: yeah, I've I've seen (laughs) that reminds me of this um, post I saw where it was that old argument, which I'm sure a lot of people have heard of oh, well, why is Black Lives Matter okay, but if someone said White Lives Matter, then that's bad. Or people can say Black Power, but White Power is not okay. And the idea is white people can trace their ancestry back to a specific region, and you can celebrate that culture because there is no quote-unquote white culture. There's Italian culture and Irish culture and French culture, and, you know, everywhere from Europe and other places. Um, But the idea of white culture is, you know, kind of racism and oppression. And then black power and black culture, especially uh, black Americans, they can't trace their ancestry back. So they, in most cases, can't say, oh, well, my family came from this country or from this region, even. They just know Their family was brought here, so they had that identity stripped away from them. So rather than being a proud Nigerian or a proud Zimbabwean, they're just a proud African or a proud black person because they don't have that specific culture to pull from.
1: Right. And so, like, if you ever hear someone say, like, why can there be black power and that's proud... And you can't say white power, it's because theirs was stripped away from them. So <laughs> they have to resort to saying black power because they don't get to say, like, Ni- I'm proud of my Nigerian heritage. So that's on you, white guys.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah. Although I did hear, um, th- I thought this was pretty cool. Um, and this in no means negates anything we just said, but... Um, I heard that there's going to be sort of an Ancestry.com specifically for African Americans that will like, I guess, use slave trade documents. So it'll basically help you trace back as much as you can, because, you know, a lot of other, you know, mostly white people have Ancestry.com and things like that that can trace immigration papers and trace you, you know, however many years back but back people don't have that but i guess this is the closest that we can get so i think that's cool that at least they'll have you know hopefully it works out and you know you'll be able to trace back a little bit obviously it won't be very extensive
1: but right that's a interesting and exciting and definitely whenever people talk about like is race really still an issue and this was pre Trump. I, I definitely heard yeah. that more a couple of years ago. But, like, is race really an is- issue? Like, why do people keep leaning on this is a race issue or this, that, and the other? Why is there a, a Black History Month, not a White History Month? Why is there a Black Entertainment Television Network and not a White Entertainment Television Network? And, like, all of these conversations stem from a lack of understanding of your heritage and a lack of recognizing your privilege. Uh, The easiest example for me is black entertainment television exists because every single other (laughs) channel is white entertainment. Like, I don't (laughs) know how much simpler it can get. You already have white entertainment television. It's everything else.
0: Yeah, even more for me. I remember back in elementary school, um, someone was like, well, why don't we learn? Why isn't there a white history month? And luckily there was a group of even, you know, you know, first and second graders of us that were like, "That's history." yeah, that's what we're learning the rest of the year. Like,
1: (laughs) yeah. And like, to keep in mind, that reminds me of uh, John Leguizamo's Latin History for Morons. Um, His one man show about his son trying to find a role model in history. And so John Leguizamo sort of explores Latin American history and the influence that Latin America had in the Americas and how all of that history is lost in this whitewashed school curriculum. And and I'm not saying that the people that we learn about aren't important. But to believe that those are the only important is risky. Yeah,
2: when you're hitting the highlight reel for an uh, elementary or grade school curriculum, the highlight reel is going to be very white. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: And Martin Luther King Jr. And he this too.
0: (laughs) Which, you know, I think we all got schooled in America. So it makes sense that, you know, most of the history figures we learn about are white. But I think it's also important, you know, obviously I'm in no position to do this, but maybe history school teachers start um, implementing like, yeah, these, we're, we're learning about a lot of white people and not to discount what they did, but they're pretty much all white because of systematic racism. And it's it was very hard for other races to do these sorts of things.
1: Yeah. And again it's sort of just acknowledging that our history has stains Mm -hmm. and that doesn't make it any less important. And there shouldn't be a reason to quote unquote, protect the generation from our atrocities. And it can even be like, it doesn't have to be race related, just like us going, claiming that we're trying to help other countries and just taking their oil. Mm -hmm. Um, And things like that that's a stain in our history that we should learn about and not just learn all of the positive things that the americas did for the world
0: so yeah so seamus wasn't all bad (laughs) that's (laughs) thanks for for trying to
1: even the playing field
0: (laughs) yeah so that's kind of a problem i have with the ending of the movie because obviously i mean i know they weren't trying to talk about privilege this i feel is mostly us picking up on it but the message is oh i have to make my own luck i had the luck inside me all along it wasn't just this magic which is true maybe that's where the
2: phrase luck of the irish came from the irish just working hard working working at it until (laughs) so
0: kyle learns oh the the luck is inside me all along i have to make my own luck I can't rely on this gold magic coin, which is a good lesson for kids to learn. Like, oh, you have to work hard to get somewhere. But from a perspective of the luck represents privilege, not everybody has that option to just say, oh, I have to just work harder.
1: Yeah, there's definitely always a danger in any story of hard work pays off because I'm never going to discredit that statement. Hard work does pay off. But for different people based on their conditions and based on their obstacles, it pays off in different amounts of work and different (laughs) and different ways. And so... Again, that goes back to work twice as hard to get half as far. It's
2: like in Pokemon. It requires more XP to level up a dragon type than it does a grass type. Thank you and for putting people. that in the white <laughs> context. Yeah, so so, that. For, so with white with people and <laughs> the grass... Or no, bug types. Bug types grow <laughs> fast. While we're on
0: other medias, this does remind me of a point that was brought up about Looney Tunes that I really enjoy because the message... In Looney Tunes is when you look at like an Elmer Fudd and Bugs Bunny cartoon, Elmer Fudd you know works very hard
2: and very hard
0: very hard, and you know gets his hunting gear together and wakes up at whatever hour you go to you wake up to go hunting and then is outsmarted by Bugs Bunny, who is just better than he is. It's not anything wrong with Elmer Fudd. It's not any virtue of bugs. He is just naturally better.
1: Yeah. That's poor Elmer Fun. Yeah. He's the true victim. <laughs> um, and that, that reminds me of like an, an an education standpoint. When you compliment students. Or as a parent standpoint, when you compliment your children. You're supposed to avoid phrases like, you're so smart. You're so you're so strong. You're so talented in this. And rather than giving them this notion of your talents are natural, and that's why you're good at it, you want to use phrases like "You're so great at persevering over obstacles." You're working so hard to achieve that goal that you clearly did well on, and sort of acknowledge complimenting the progress yeah, and mm-hmm. not the act or thereof exactly you don't want to compliment the characteristic unless it's specific to the progress um and that's called like a growth mindset because when it gets to a point where they're not quote-unquote naturally good at it they give up much sooner Mm -hmm. um and so like if you are naturally good at math And you sort of avoided learning all of the methods to learn a problem because it sort of came naturally to you, the answer. Once it got too complicated, suddenly everyone else starts surpassing you because they struggled the whole time. And that's why they learned how to persevere and they learned the methods. And now you're behind because you don't know any of the methods to solve whatever problem. Because you are always just able to see the problem. And so you should always encourage them to work through something and explain how they got there. And if they can't explain how they got there, encourage them to figure that part out. That's your challenge. Figure out how you got there rather than the challenge being getting there.
0: So that's why they asked me to explain how I got (laughs) to my answer.
1: And it... (laughs) Yes, that's literally exactly <laughs> why. According to
2: Kyle, you can just check all the random... All oh, of these answers are correct. <laughs> that's impressive. He had like a, even just basic multiple choice. He just what? jotted down yeah. ten and he got every single one out of four correct. Yeah,
0: so I'm wondering if... Kyle gets the coin back, yeah? Yes. I'm wondering what the rest of his life is going to be like because now he does oh, I see how the other side lives, you know, other people have to work hard and there's no guarantee that they'll be as naturally lucky as I am. But he was without luck for like, what, a week?
1: And now he gets it back? Like, did he learn his lesson? <laughs> yeah, and like, is the lesson, because there's multiple layers of lessons you can learn here. Like, oh, I appreciate my luck and I yeah. won't take it for granted anymore. And that's an important lesson. Mm-hmm but definitely you want to take a couple of steps forward and say not only do i appreciate my luck but i want to use my luck to help other people who don't have the luck that i have oh my
2: take it was phew good thing i don't have to experience that again <laughs> now to keep living my life no man it i almost could had be. to live we um, don't know
1: what kyle's <laughs> <laughs> kyle seemed like a genuinely good guy and i there, I wanna believe. Yeah, <laughs> wanna. I, I hope he
0: used his luck to become like a world leader. And that was you Bonnie. Know, if anyone's started, coming a world leader, it was yeah. Bonnie.
2: Or no, Russell was he had his sights set on uh on science. Good for Russell. Yeah,
0: but there was no Luck of the Irish too. Oh,
2: can I just say props for this movie for having the best friend character be the one to make the winning shot? Like, yeah,
0: that was cool. That was
2: satisfying.
0: Yes. <laughs> I really enjoy that Kyle doesn't make the winning shot and that it is Russell, but again from this lens of this movie is about privilege, it's like, don't worry Kyle, I'll get you your privilege back. It's like, I, a black man, understand how hard it is to live without white privilege and I would hate for you to have to go through that. So let me
1: win this shot in a basketball game. Is that problematic? Um, I do like <laughs> if that was literally his mindset. I hope it went a step further of I really need my best white friend <laughs> to keep his white privilege for me to live yeah. off of. Because
2: he was pretty comfortable when he um hopped on into the car for the adventure. He's like, "Oh, look, some fancy looking old um old car. Let me just hop right in." <laughs> <laughs>
1: He was willing. He's, he's yeah. going to go along with his white friend. He's yeah. going to go far. <laughs> He'll
0: be his vice president when Kyle wins the presidency, hopefully, and uses it for good. Um, because there is this idea of using your privilege to help those without it.
1: Right. And I think one thing we haven't brought up yet is, you know, all of us are men. And so we, and specifically me, every time I claim, quote-unquote, attacking white privilege or <laughs> white people. I don't actually think of it maliciously, and I hope it doesn't come off as offensive.
2: Male-liciously. <laughs> <Whamma>. nice. <laughs> um Nice.
1: And I'll never say that I don't have privilege. I have so much. Uh, <laughs> just so everyone out there knows, I have plenty of privilege Where, where don't you worry about me.
0: We're doing... a (laughs) OK.
1: The kids are all right. (laughs) Um, But again, I want to use that privilege to help other people in non-privileged scenarios and sort of, I think I heard this quote, I think it was Denzel Washington said, like, use your opportunities to climb that wall and don't forget to turn around and put your hand out to help other people over that wall as well.
0: That's it for this episode. Thank you all so much for listening. Please tune in next week when we talk about Stranger Things and how we treat child actors. If you like us, please follow us on Twitter and Instagram at two underscore bald men, and find us on Facebook. Thank you all so much again, and if you were driving, we hope you got to your destination safely and on time.